Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome, people of all ages, witches and werewolves, and the honey badger. This is episode four of The Modern Recordist, and another edition of the 15-minute mixdown, where I, your host, John Stinson, take a few minutes to explore a specific idea or topic and see if we can pull out some actionable advice or generate an epiphany or two. I bet we can. So thanks for spending some time with me today and turning on, tuning in, and dropping out, as Timothy Leary would say, Boop! I just dropped a psychedelic reference. All right, I'm going to quickly hit the usual promotional items, and then we'll get on our way with the actual show. As I mentioned, I'm John Stenson. I'm a producer, recording engineer, mixing engineer, working out of Nashville, Tennessee. I've also got some other irons in the fire I'm always working on, such as this podcast, uh, where I mentioned, and obviously I'm the host. Uh, I do some songwriting from time to time, and you're going to get more of that in the future coming up. I promise. I've got some plans, some cards up my sleeve. Um, I also do some blogging, and you can read uh, on my website, you can read a lot of uh, topics and different things I I blog about, um, usually like recording and mixing and things like that. Uh, I've also got a resource I've put together on simple uh, drum recording tips. You can hit all that on my website, johnstenson.com. That's J-O-N-S-T-I-N-S-O-N.com. There's no H in John, johnstenson.com. Hit my website, hit me up. If you're interested in working with me, you want to know more about the projects I've worked on, my uh, album credits, etc. you can find all that on my website. Next, I want to do a shout-out to my co-host, J.D. Tyner, who's the main man behind Glass Onion Recording, the studio I do most of my work out of, and the studio where we record this podcast. Glass Onion Recording is a great little creative spot in Nashville with some incredible gear that JD and I put together. We uh, we joined our, our gear together, and um, we have a, a really great selection of vintage analog gear, modern analog gear, digital gear. It's all really an extension of our uh, recording philosophies and JD's done an incredible job of, of building out the studio with a really um, with a really awesome vibe very functional check it out uh, go to Facebook you can uh, search glass onion recording that'll get you there I think you can also hit uh, uh, facebook.com slash glass onion rec that will get you to the Facebook page as well so check it out. Also uh, hit JD's website at jdtiner.com. And finally, our other partner in crime, Parrish, uh, as he's known to you and to me and to all his closest friends. He's the dude who handles all the engineering responsibilities for this podcast so that JD and I get to hang out with guests and not have to think about any of those technical details. Uh, Parrish also plays bass in the band Ave, which I got to work with. Earlier in the year, I mixed their record. That's coming out later this summer. You're going to hear more about that. Trust me, it's uh, it's awesome. Can't wait for you to hear it. Check out Parrish online at jonathanpaulparish.com. 
and his production company, record and label, recording studio, Villain Place. Check that out at villainplace.com. So here we are, a new edition of the 15-minute mixdown, and the idea I want to explore today is the notion of giving yourself permission to be bad at it so that you can eventually become good at it. What do I mean? Well, this is something that I originally heard from one of the bigger thought leaders in the realm of marketing, Mr. Seth Godin, in response to some praise he received about being such an incredible voice and teacher in the arena of marketing and an ultra-prolific and effective writer as well as entrepreneur. In creative work, we often find that we kind of have to stick our necks out and become a bit vulnerable when putting work out into the world. You come up with a few ideas write a song, write a story. Maybe you realize there's something you're passionate about and you want to spread the message through a series of YouTube videos, whatever it is for you. The point is that when the lightning bolt of inspiration hits you, you experience an immediate rush of joy and excitement, and you can't wait to get whatever it is created and put out into the world. You imagine everyone who listens to your song going nuts playing air guitar to the face-melting solo. People reading your story and your phone catching on fire because there's so many Hollywood producers calling you about turning it into the most epic movie of the decade. Your YouTube video series goes viral, becoming the biggest movement and most successful campaign of awareness since the word viral became an adjective for success. But then reality hits. You've slaved over the writing process, written your song 1,000 times over, come up with a million permutations of your story, spent hundreds of hours in front of a camera, all trying to create that magical vibe that's going to make people's heads explode. And finally, you have it. You have created your masterpiece. You load up everything and get ready to hit the publish button and then total panic. You begin second-guessing everything. No, what if this actually isn't any good? What if people hate it? What if I look stupid, you say to yourself? Or maybe even worse, you actually do hit the publish button and everyone thinks your art sucks. You have now realized that this is not easy. Yes, you have talent. Yes, you have a good idea. And yes, You have a unique and artistic perspective. But presenting your creation in a way that galvanizes people takes practice. Being a confident public figure that puts a name and face to these creations and attaches their personal reputation to these works of art takes dedication, practice, and perhaps most importantly, courage. People, this is giving yourself permission to be bad at it so that you can ultimately become good at it. Nobody, not John Lennon, not Kurt Cobain, not Taylor Swift, not Bob Dylan busted right out onto the scene with killer material. But they also didn't wait until they were the most accomplished artists in existence to get out there and do something. When you decide that you were called to be an artistic visionary, you're committing yourself to a life of learning in public you got to muster up the guts to attach your reputation to something that might not quite be ready for prime time. You might not be good at it yet. But give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to get started. 
Give yourself permission to do what you have been called to do. Give yourself permission to create art that sucks so that you can learn how to create art that does not suck. So that you can learn how to present the art in a way that galvanizes people and excites them around your ideas and affects empowerment throughout the world and saves lives. When the initial presentation of yourself does not actually show up in alignment with what you know your authentic vibe to be, it's scary. Take this very podcast, for example. It's been a learning process for me to understand how to get my authentic vibe to translate over a microphone, and I'm still learning this. I spent a good year, probably a little more, talking about this podcast and getting excited about all the ideas I wanted to share. I listened to a bunch of other podcasts and they inspired me. I cataloged ideas. I hashed out the show format. I imagined the guests I would have on. I visualized the meaning and connection, connection all this would create and thought about the positive impacts doing a weekly podcast would have on my production, recording, and mixing career. But it took more than a year to take action. And when I finally did take action, I had some anxiety. I suffered from what they call imposter syndrome, meaning why do I think I'm qualified to share these ideas and be an authority? Why do I think I'm qualified to talk to all these artists? Why do I think people are going to care about my podcast? Imposter syndrome is essentially self-doubt. It's an irrational fear because your ego is trying to protect your reputation. I've honestly been kind of nervous putting out these episodes. I thought, oh wow, I sound awkward. Oh man, I'm not talking about anything important. Blah, 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 blah. I'm embarrassing myself. I should be embarrassed. Total nonsense, my friends. In complete honesty, all those things are kind of maybe a little bit true in some way or another, but that's okay. I accept the fact that I have to put in the practice to develop the proper skills it takes to convey ideas in a way that speaks to people. In the beginning, I might come off a little awkward sometimes, but that does not mean that I don't have what it takes to reach my ultimate potential. I'm, de I'm dedicated to my quest of living as an artistic visionary. And I know that doing so requires I learn in public and attach my reputation to artistic ide ideas that may or may not resonate with people. I have given myself permission to be bad at this so that I can ultimately become good at this. And that means following through on my commitment to put out episodes of this podcast, awkward little moments and all. And maybe one not so obvious observation, those awkward little moments might not actually be awkward little moments, but rather endearing human moments that I choose to interpret as awkward. In other words, past a certain point, I don't get to decide how my art and ideas are perceived by people. Everybody has their own interpretation. And just because I choose to interpret something in a specific way, good or bad, is not necessarily the way it comes off to other people. So take the leap, my friends. Put to rest your anxieties. Get out of your own way. Punch your ego in the face. And allow yourself to engage in the journey of your craft. Allow yourself the permission to be a novice. Live in humility 
so that you are able to start at the starting point. Live confidently knowing that all those little critiques people pointed out to you, well, you're already ahead of them because you didn't put out your work clueless that there was room for improvement. You put out your work despite the fact that there was room for improvement. You put out your work because you had the courage to learn in public, because you gave yourself permission to be bad at it so that you could ultimately become good at it. So what is it that you're working on? What is it that you're obsessing over? What is it that you have not put out into the world yet because you haven't given yourself permission to be bad at it yet? Take action. Put out the work already. You're tricking yourself if you think you can improve without releasing the work. You have to get practice, and there's only one way to truly get practice. Release your creation publicly out into the world. You're cheating yourself and others if you don't take action on this. We want to hear from you. We need you to empower us with your ideas. Friends, thank you so much for listening. We're in the launch phase of this brand new podcast, and it means a lot to us that you have decided to join us early on in this journey. We're having a ton of fun learning how to do this as we go, and it's exciting to get to take on the challenge of developing the skills needed to run a successful podcast. So we can't thank you enough for your support as we get this thing all fired up. Make sure you get yourself subscribed in iTunes, and please help us out by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes as well. As we're getting, we're getting this podcast going, ratings and reviews will help us to gain traction. And of course, if you got something out of this episode, please share it with a friend. All right, that's it for this episode and this edition of the 15-Minute Mixdown. We'll be back with more soon. And in the meantime, go live your extraordinary life of an artistic visionary and create something impactful in the world.